Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Wednesday the 25th of May and on today's episode of The Daily Oz, Sam's going to be taking us through what the latest is on Taiwan. Before we get to that though, there's a fair bit going on in domestic politics, namely the quad meeting that happened yesterday. That's right. So hours after being sworn in, we know that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese jumped on a plane destined for Japan, where he's now met US, Indian and Japanese leaders for the Quad meeting and said, we have had a change of government in Australia, but Australia's commitment to the Quad has not changed and will not change. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi remarked, you being here with us just 24 hours from being sworn in demonstrates your commitment to the Quad. It appears all but likely that Peter Dutton will become the next leader of the Liberal Party. It's reported that former Environment Minister Susan Lee and Bridget Archer, a backbencher, could both contest the deputy leadership. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, a 21-year-old Russian soldier has been sentenced to life in prison after he was found guilty of killing an unarmed civilian by a Ukrainian court. He pleaded guilty to shooting a 62-year-old man. This is the first war crimes trial to be held since Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February. Today's good news, the Church of Scotland has voted to allow same-sex marriages. The Church's General Assembly voted 274 to 136 to allow its ministers to officiate at same-sex marriages. Okay, so Sam, we mentioned at the top that we'd be talking about Taiwan. So some comments made by US President Joe Biden have stirred the pot and the situation. What's happened and why are we talking about it? Cutting right to the chase here, US President Joe Biden has said his country would intervene militarily if China attempts to take Taiwan by force. There's a lot to deconstruct in that sentence. Let's take it bit by bit. But overall, this is a warning that appeared to deviate quite strongly from what the US describes as the strategic ambiguity traditionally held by US leaders towards China and Taiwan. Here's the moments that President Biden was asked about the situation. You didn't want to get involved in the Ukraine conflict militarily for obvious reasons. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are? That's a commitment we made. The idea that that it could be taken by force, just taken by force, is just not is just not appropriate. It will dislocate the entire region and be another action similar to what happened in in uh, in Ukraine. Okay, so we've just heard from Biden. What is this tension about at its core? So this is a long history of territorial tension after Taiwan split from China in 1949. Essentially, Taiwan sees itself as a sovereign state, and sovereign state means that it's independent from any other power, but China views Taiwan as one of its provinces, kind of like the way that Australia would view Tasmania. If we go back to 2021, China's President Xi Jinping promised to realise, quote, peaceful reunification with Taiwan. He said that no one should underestimate the Chinese people's strong determination, will and capability to safeguard national sovereignty and territorial integrity. 
Following that statement, there was a reaction from Taiwan because this was one of the clearest indication of China's priorities. And following the statement, Taiwan's president said, we'll do our utmost to prevent the status quo from being unilaterally altered. We'll continue to bolster our national defense and demonstrate our determination to defend ourselves in order to ensure that nobody can force Taiwan to take the path China has laid out for us. Now, it's important to stop here, Zara, and realize why Taiwan is important. There's two main arguments here. There's one about the military importance. If China was to take over Taiwan, some experts suggest China would be freer to project power into the Western Pacific and could possibly even threaten US military bases as far away as Guam and Hawaii. Economically speaking, Taiwan's economy is hugely important to all of us. Much of the world's everyday electronic equipment, like laptops, phones, watches, game consoles, and now even electric vehicles, are powered by computer chips made in Taiwan. All right, so how did the White House respond? So as I said before, the White House has typically taken a strategically ambiguous position on Taiwan to kind of cool temperatures down in this quite tense situation. When President Biden came out and said that the US would respond militarily if China made a move into Taiwan, the White House quickly downplayed these comments, saying they don't reflect a change in US policy. The White House said that President Biden reiterated our one China policy and our commitment to peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait. He also reiterated our commitment under the Taiwan Relations Act, which is the body of law that dictates the way in which the US and Taiwan interact to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. Now, remember, this is actually the third time in recent months that President Biden has said the US would protect Taiwan from a Chinese attack, only to have the White House walk back those remarks pretty quickly after. So just quickly, what is the One China policy? The One China policy is the diplomatic acknowledgement of China's position that there's only one Chinese government. So under this policy, the US recognises and has formal ties with China rather than the island of Taiwan. And this is, again, because China sees Taiwan as a breakaway province to be reunified with the mainland at some point. It's important to note, though, that this is not an endorsement of Beijing's position. And as part of this One China policy, the US government says that they will maintain a robust, unofficial relationship with Taiwan, including, as the White House said yesterday, continued arms sales to the island so it can defend itself. All right. So, Sam, have we heard anything from China since these comments were made? We heard a pretty quick reaction from the Chinese government. They warned the US is playing with fire after President Biden said that they would defend Taiwan militarily. The Chinese State Council's Taiwan Affairs Office said on Monday that the US is using the Taiwan card to contain China and will get itself burned. And Australia, any word? I mean, we have a new prime minister. It was no doubt spoken about at the Quad meeting. And it was spoken about at the press conferences too. Prime Minister Albanese was asked straight away whether Australia endorsed this position by President Biden. The Prime Minister said that he stood by the remarks that the US would get directly involved if China invaded Taiwan, but added that Australia's position on this remains unchanged. So kind of similar to what the White House was saying. This is exactly what the Prime Minister said on the relationship more broadly with China before he left for Japan a couple of days ago. What I have said and uh, we maintain is that the uh, relationship with China uh, will remain a difficult one. I said that before the election, that has not changed. Uh, it is China that has changed, not Australia. And Australia should always uh, stand up for 
our values, what we should do is put Australia's national interest first and not attempt to play politics with national security issues. Taking a step back, does a war in Taiwan actually seem imminent? I think this is a really important note to end the podcast on because I do want everyone to have a good Wednesday and not thinking that we're about to have more conflict than already exists in the world right now. We have quite a dramatic conflict in Ukraine involving Russia. So the short answer is no. But in 2021, China did appear to ramp up pressure by sending military aircraft into what is called the air defense zone, which is a self-declared area of Taiwan where foreign aircraft are identified and logged in a kind of data system. In 2021, the biggest day of incursions into this airspace near Taiwan was in October, where there were 56 incursions in a single day. Despite that, and despite the comments from the president overnight, I think the Taiwanese people are so used to this impending war that two out of three of them think that a war with China is inevitable one day. But by that same survey, 80% of people in Taiwan don't think that it's going to happen soon. So we're kind of in a state of flux. This has done nothing but fan the tensions a little bit with China. And we'll have to see, this is the first major test for Australia's new government in terms of foreign policy. Definitely interesting to consider what will happen geopolitically now that we have a new government and whether Australia's posture, certainly in the Pacific, will change or not. It's something we'll be keeping a close eye on and we'll be sure to keep you updated and on top of all of the news from that region. Until that time, though, thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Daily Oz. And if you're interested in staying up to date with what is happening day to day, head over to our Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 360,000 Aussies get their news every day and we'd love to have you over there.